coming to you live from a basement in Scarborough. And we're going to skip that for this week because um, until we get an actual intro, that sounds really stupid. And this is a serious topic, so... <laughs> yes, it is this week's topic. But uh, yes, welcome back to the Everycast. Um, I am your co-host, Waleed Bari, with... And I'm your co-host, Ubaid Dean. With? With? No one else. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, um... So yes, uh, welcome back to the Everycast. We hope you enjoyed last week's episode. If you did tune in, uh, how many clicks did we get on SoundCloud? Not a whole lot, but that's okay. We're just starting out. Um, but we hope you do enjoy this episode if you have so happen to enjoy last week's episode. Um, we are always open to feedback, so yes. And um, so to get right into it, uh, you want to introduce this week's topic? Sensitive topic, I should say. Okay. Is democracy... Bad? <laughs> a sham? Is it a sham? A phony? Or is it a legitimate uh, system of government? No, of course it's a legitimate system of government. What am I saying? <laughs> any, any, it is any form of government. Is right. A legitimate form right. System right. of government. <laughs> but yes, a very sensitive topic. Because um, as we know uh, nowadays... Everyone uh, seems to be on the democracy bandwagon, but um, does it really work? I know you have um, some strong <laughs> thoughts about it. He's part of the Monarchist League of Canada. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not part of it. I just like their page on he, Facebook. He's lying to you. <laughs> no, uh, yes, he has some very strong uh, uh, words for today's episode. No, this is, which is good, which is good, um, because... Um, being completely honest, I am not too well versed in politics, uh, so this is going to be uh, your show, basically. Well, not. Don't worry, I'm here to help. And um, I think, I think Great. you're putting all the pressure, all the pressure is on you, man. This is, this, this is your thing, you know. Every every week he sends me some uh, political text or message, like uh, Duck Ford's doing this, or this person's doing that, or take a look at this. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just here. <laughs> This guy's like, oh my god, did you really think like that? <laughs> no, I, I do I do read the stuff he sent me. It's interesting. <laughs> don't worry, I don't find it completely boring. I do read it. I do have an in- some interest in politics, but um, you're you're the guy. You're the guy who has the most knowledge about this. Um, take that as a compliment. It is a compliment. <laughs> He's looking down like, oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> no, it's a compliment. I'm just checking my notes. Oh, right. That reminds me. I I made notes myself, and I forgot to email them. To myself, so I would have had them on my phone, but now I don't, so <laughs> I'm all the more lost. <laughs> so, um, so, I, I, sorry, what were you going to say? Nothing. Oh, sorry, okay. Um, so I think to really um, begin on the topic, if you could pull up the definition of democracy, I think, if I remember correctly from Wikipedia, yes, Wikipedia, the source of all knowledge in the universe, <laughs> it was, uh, all I remember was that literally from Greek um, rule of the people, I think. That's what it was. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I just pulled up Google and it says democracy, noun, a system of government by the whole population or all the eligible members of the state, typically through elected representatives. Right. And uh, also what I remember from Wiki, there was like three forms of a democratic government 
it was like representative. Oh my god, I wish I remembered to send myself those notes. But yes, that is the definition of democracy. Uh, rule of the people, was it? That's basically what it is. Yeah. The people vote in their leaders. We get to uh, kick out our leaders if we don't like them. <clears throat> and uh, so it's, it's a very sensitive topic because nowadays people are, are taught. Uh, kids in school, you go to school, if you're ever in school, if you're ever in school, I'm <laughs> insulting those who never went to school. But yes, if you... If you remember in school, uh, we were always taught that, at least I remember from history class, like, all these other forms of government, like, monarchies, uh, dictatorships, bad, they're bad, like, democracy's the way to go, democracy saves the day, we don't overthrow the evil king or the evil tyrant. Viva la revolution. Yes, French, the favorite. The favorite uh, French pastime, revolution. Or vive la revolution. You know, you know. I like to think that the French are all like uh, with the whole uh, protest thing going on. What are they called? Yellow vest? Gilets jaunes. Yes, <laughs> gilets jaunes. Right. I like to think that they're like you know they're in their secret meetings. They're like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna overthrow the king of France. And someone's like, uh, uh, we don't have a king. We have a democratically elected president. It's like. We'll overthrow the president, install a king, then overthrow the king and install a president. <laughs> That's what I like to think they're doing. Because <laughs> as we all know, revolution and protest are uh, a pastime in France. You know, they behead a leader every so couple yeah. of hundreds of years. <laughs> yes, the French. Uh, but yes, um, I think to really go back to where democracy took root in the modern world, I would have to say... You would have to look to the First World War. Yeah, I think so. That's pretty much where, especially in Canada, being a, a constitutional monarchy, right? that's where two sides really sort of went against each other in a democratic setting, mm. sort of. Like, with the whole um, conscription, anti-conscription movement... That's where democracy really t- went into force and really took its, I don't know, really shone, I guess. It, it in projected Can- its... Yeah. In Canada. Yeah. But like... Even to, in the States. In the States. But the, state, the States were always uh, sort of democratic. a democratic... Uh, repu- they're not a republic, what am I saying? They are a republic. They're a republic? Yeah. Uh, they have a president. Oh, yeah. okay, yes. Okay, I'm. <laughs> that's how clueless I am on politics. <laughs> but yeah, so looking at the major powers, um, you look at, so World War One. you had England, which was basically, there at the time, they were essentially a constitutional monarchy, you know? Because they, had, they yeah. had the prime minister. Yeah, they were still, even today, they were, like, they still had the form, the same form of government that they have today. Right. And during the first and second world yeah. wars. Yeah. So you had England, France was a democratic republic in World War One. I. I and then Germany. Germany was the the Kaiserreich, right? They had the Kaiser. Um, and then Russia had the Tsar, right? So and like Italy, really, yeah. All those smaller ones. Yeah. Like, Austria, 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 Hungary had they had the emperor. Right, uh, the whole reason World War One started was the assassination of uh, Archduke Franz Ferdinand. And as Muslims, we all know the Ottoman Empire. 
Right. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they at that time they were actually Turkey, just Turkey. People knew them as Turkey. Oh. oh. That's uh, okay. if you listen to uh, a really good podcast. Uh, I think after the First World War, they broke up. Yeah, after the First World War, they broke up. But uh, apparently, apparently at the time, um, even post, even the post uh, Allied victory, 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 um, they were just people referred to them, referred to them as Turkey. Oh, okay. apparently, I don't know. That's that's uh, what I heard. That makes uh, sense. But yeah, with Ataturk. Yeah, who is uh, a World War One veteran? Apparently. Yes, uh, dig- <laughs> digressions. <laughs> but yeah, so it was uh, World War One where the shift in this, you know, this universal framework for government really took place. So the uh, Central Powers lost, and the Kaiser, I think it was Kaiser Wilhelm, yeah, he was exiled. And then in Russia, of course, you had the whole Bolshevik revolution. revolution. Which actually turned out to be one of the more dictatorship-like governments. Exactly, right? Right? <laughs> Interesting what happened to them. Something I always like to think about, uh, because on Reddit, yes, I love my Reddit. On Reddit a couple of months ago, someone drew up this imaginary map of what the world would look at, look like if the Central Powers had won. So you had like Germany taking... North African colonies from France, and it was a really cool map, and it got me thinking, like, because this week's topic was democracy, like, what would the world have looked like uh, in terms of politics, uh, political systems of government, had the central powers won? Because when you think about it, had they won, Kaiser Wilhelm doesn't get um, exiled, exiled, right? Yeah. He's hailed as the great leader. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's our he's our Caesar, right? Yeah. In Russia, either way, <laughs> you know the Allies won, but it was like mid-war that the whole Bolshevik Revolution occurred. So either way, win or lose, um, the Romanovs are they're gone, right? And yeah. you have the Communist Party taking over. Uh, so it's an interesting, interesting little thought experiment. What the world would have looked like. If the central powers had won, would democracy still be the number one form of government we see today? Or would we still have those monarchies in sort of smaller countries, right? Your thoughts? Well, I think, yeah, the makeup of governments would definitely change. And there would be sort of a shift towards a more, like, central powers uh, form of government rather than you know the west west is the best sort of thing <laughs> yeah, right like we all know australia canada united states japan they all were, were democratic well japan was feudal at that time but um they had the they, emperor they right? had more the japanese emperor yeah, they, yeah emperor so, so I guess you could include them in the central powers, but uh, yeah, the the West would certainly have a less, very much lesser degree of influence over the like the third world countries mm-hmm. and the oil rich nations. Yeah, as right. you know, <laughs> right? Like Iran. Oh, that guy. That gets me thinking. Uh, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt. Uh, because as as we know, 
Saudi Arabia, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, was formed as a result of an Allied, Allied victory in the First World War, correct? That's correct, yeah. Right? So, Saud. Right? So had had the the Central Powers won, you, no, do, do we get the, Saudi Arabia? <laughs> do you think the Ottoman Empire would have, or Turkey would have controlled that area? They they are they were controlling it, right? Yeah, they, they were, were they were in direct control because they were yeah. actually allied with Germany. Yeah, the Central Powers. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, interesting thought. <laughs> no Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, maybe. <laughs> Still under the control of the Ottoman, or sorry, the Turkish Sultanate, as it was at the time. And do you think maybe they would have, I don't know, would that change how the two holy cities would have been developed? I, I, Probably. I don't know, because from what I understand, um, the Turks, they left the governance of Mecca and Medina to like, they just left the Arabs. Right. And from what I understand, I'm not sure, correct me if I'm wrong. That's from what I understand. Just like not to not upset them, but they ended up upsetting them anyways. Because as we know, the Arab tribes like <laughs> they sided with the British, uh, oh, Mr. Man. Lawrence of Arabia. Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So democracy going on. Sorry, more digressions. That's what happens when you talk about this interesting topic. Yeah. But yeah, I know. I know you have a whole bunch of points. So uh, post post World War One, um, the Allies win, right? Yeah. And you have your little kingdoms fall apart leaders got exiled and to make a long story short i guess you could say uh democracies pop up yeah right so all across let's say well it more so in europe not so much in asia yet yeah so like say there's a civil war in spain Mm, yes yes. well but that was that was Post World War One or pre World War One? The Spanish Civil War. That was during World War One. During World War One, right? That's why this, like, the Spanish didn't join. Ah, uh, yes, you're right. I remember listening to. Um, Actually, I knew yeah. know about this from Pan's Labyrinth. That's where you know it from? No way. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Go on. You were saying. No, go ahead. Oh no, no, no go on. I, I, I just uh, interjected there. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the. Spanish, I, I guess they were, they were like, freedom fighters in a sense. They were sort of trying to overthrow the ruling monarch party, I believe. I'm not too familiar with the Spanish Civil Civil War. War, Yeah, (laughs) I am all like I'm just. But that that it is a minor point, so we don't have to look it up. Yeah, it's it's okay. Um, so we the World War One sets the stage for the birth of all these democratic countries and the sort of spread of democracy, I would say, across the modern world. More so in Europe. More so in Europe, right. Uh, Because, of course, in Asia, like you said... um, We still had, like, say, Britain actually controlled much of Asia, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. Right, right. Sri Lanka. Yeah. Motherland. Motherland. <laughs> yes, we are Sri Lankan, by the way, our, our ethnic roots. Uh, but yeah, so that sets the stage in Europe mostly. As And uh, of course, as we all know, Europe, the West, they are the dominant superpowers at this time. Uh, and so democracy really takes flight. And here we are today, of course, there were a few bumps in the road, but here we are today uh, where democracy is king. <laughs> the, the rule of the day, in a sense. The rule of the day is the rule of the people. 
Yeah, like you'd have legislatures all over the world. Yeah. You'd have the Bundestag in Germany, uh, the Knesset in Israel, um, the DA in Japan, Parliament Hill. In Canada? Yeah. <laughs> That's like the only one I know. <laughs> the Houses of Parliament. <laughs> Sorry, now we're just listing all the... No, it's, it's nice little tidbits of information, right? But yeah, um, I, for, I forgot what I was going to say. I, I had something in mind. Oh yeah, so let's dive right into it. Let's, let's just, you know, head on. Your thoughts on democracy. Just go on, just rant. You have a full, like, half hour. <laughs> I personally think it's failed. Why? Yes, why? Well, simple reason, politics. When politicians get too powerful, they want to stay in power. And how do they stay in power? They want to try and snag all the votes as possible. They want to, They promise things. They promise goodies. They promise money to their constituents. They promise all sorts of things in order to get votes. And we see this all over the world. And especially here in Toronto. <laughs> His big smile, especially here in Toronto. <laughs> For those of you who aren't in Toronto or in Canada... Um, we have a bit of an interesting, he's our premier, Doug? Yeah. He's our premier, really? Which is actually surprising because I, I don't have any problem with the way he got into power. It's the system that was, like the government before that sort of abused the, the political system and that's what led to him sort of being in power. In power. Right. So the whole lesser of two evils sort of government, like when people chose, oh yeah, the liberals will we'll always be worse off with the conservatives. They always thought about that. But in the end, the liberals were just promising, as we know, all these goodies to get elected and not delivering. And in the end, it shot themselves in the foot. Right? <laughs> it's interesting, uh, like all the points you mentioned, I think the NDP is like really getting on the liberals for this. Like, it's like Jagmeet uh, Singh's tweets are like, Trudeau promised this! He didn't live up to that promise. Like, you should vote for us because we'll do all that. I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? Oh yes, the federal liberals as well. Yeah, I didn't forget about that. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting because uh, like what you said, like they, they promise all this stuff, right? And a lot of the times they don't end up fulfilling their you know their election promises and this goes back way like this is a big part of well i'll stick to canadian history for now so big part of ontario's history since the 1980s actually take for example like i read this article about how for example everybody in scarborough we have uh, been neglected by public transit mm. and we <laughs> Sorry, I had to just... He has to bring it up. That's his thing. That's his his love, public transit. Go on, go on, go on. So yeah, we were promised uh, a light rail line in the 80s. But the province said, no, we need you to show off this new technology uh, so we can get elected in the next... uh, and form the next government. And sell our technology to the world lo and behold uh we have a 30 year old line which is now falling apart 
And it's not even close to being used all over the world. Mm-hmm. Not even mm-hmm. close. Right. Whereas light rail is actually used all over the he's, world. He's, yeah, he's ranting. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, we'll have an episode dedicated to public transit. And not only that. Um, so after that, there were there was numerous cancellations. Like you'd see Bob Ray promising all these subway lines. You'd see him promising Ray days. You'd see him promising all this increase in spending. And then what happens? He gets defeated to Mike Harris. Mike Harris wins a, a sizable majority and starts sort of delivering his promises. Right. And then, but it only lasts for like about two years. And then everybody's like, yeah, we screwed up. We screwed up. Let's go back to the liberals. And that's how we end up in this mess. <laughs> so we end up in this mess, right? <laughs> it's it's just back and forth, yeah. back and forth, right? One one government comes in and does sorry, they does all this does their thing, builds what they want, you know, enacts their policies. And if people don't like them, they you know, they vote them out. And then in comes the new government, like, oh yeah. The guys are coming in to save the day, but, you know, they end up taking down what the old government has built up. And that actually is happening all over the world, and it actually brings to mind a novel, Animal Farm, Animal by Farm. George Orwell. Yes. Sorry, I read that novel about a year, maybe a year and a half ago, and I could not forget how much it ties into modern democracy and how timeless it is. Two, what is it? Two legs good, four legs better? Four legs better. Something yeah. like that. I, re- I read the novel back in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even with like the biggest democracy on the planet right now, which is not the United States, by the way. I was going to say the United States, but what is the biggest democracy? Think East, Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia? Like in general? Or South Asia. Oh South, oh, South Asia. Okay, so like all the countries there. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they're the biggest democracy in the world? India. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Right, okay. Yeah, they're yeah. actually going to have their elections this year. And that's going to be very heated. Violent. Very violent. I don't know. It's... You... Sorry. Uh, can I... Inter- I'm just going to interject here for a second. A uh, trend you notice in all these really sort of poorer countries, I want to say, the countries with democracies, the voting's so bad. Like, when it comes to... The... Voting time, election time, it's it get it gets bloody. Oh, trust me. <laughs> like, even in back home in Sri Lanka. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Like we have Muslim, like we're Muslim, and our Muslim family members in Sri Lanka are, have actually been threatened during election times. Right. By the majority Buddhists and uh, other, maybe like mostly majority Buddhists, but it's not everyone it's just uh, more extremists obviously i can't really generalize mm-hmm. but the people unfortunately have been buddhists who have been the aggressors the majority party yeah so well, uh, let's let's um well bring it back to north america uh you know down south with uh, trump <laughs> interesting interesting did you there's there reddit again sorry reddit the front page of the internet right uh, there was an interesting post on Reddit today, a couple of hours ago. It was like Trump's biographer is basically said he's insane. 
He's like, this man is a psychopath. He thinks he's better than everyone else, that he's genetically superior than everyone else, and that he wants to rule not only the United States of America, but the world. <laughs> and what here's the funny thing. Trump, people can call Trump a tyrant all they want. They can call him crazy all they want. But he was elected in by the people. Right? A very and slim majority. Slim majority, but he was still elected. Yeah, he was people. elected in to power. Yeah. Right? So democracy ha- it democracy has its its good points, right? I mean yeah. rule having like you know, selecting your leader, giving people power. You know, giving the people yeah. power is a good thing. But you can't complain when a large group of people get their say, yeah, right? Because exactly. it's that's how democracy works, yeah, right? It's rule of the people, yeah. And if a peop- if the people elect a certain guy in, or a party, a party, right? It's it was a democratic process, yeah. And also that. Brings to mind also, sorry, back to actually going to across the pond to the United Kingdom, right? Brexit. Brexit. Go on. This, this is your thing. I'm pretty clueless about Brexit. The rule of the people. They had the refer- referendum about two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. So the majority voted to leave, and then there were the complaints. There were the. Um, anti-Brexiteers, there were the, like, the, um, the Remainers, they called them, who were all, all complaining, saying, we're gonna leave the country, we're not British anymore, we're gonna go to, like, Scotland, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, in reality, the, like, the people voted for it. The majority of the people in England, whether you like it or not, voted for it the only part of the united kingdom that wanted to remain was scotland Mm -hmm. which is fair because uh and they're they are allowed their own voice because they are allowed their own vote of independence right so yeah um i think i think that that brings up an interesting question you know as uh the whole part of our encompassing one you know is democracy a sham is it right is another question like i was saying um do people always know what's best for them it's a, it's a very sensitive question cuz if you if you were to ask that to someone today i'm going to say no no right <laughs> if you <laughs> no we don't know what's good for us if you no gonna, i'm serious yeah i i i I'm not going to say whether I agree or not, but as <laughs> if you were to ask that question to someone today, right? Say like a a true-blooded, you know, leftist, they would probably say, "Yes. We know what's, you know, even a conservative would say, "Yes. Yeah. We know what's good for us," right? Anyone would say, "Yes, we know what's good for us." But, you know, what here's the thing, uh what people define as good for them sort of depends on their views, you know, hence the left and the right. Yeah. And when one party gets elected in, uh, the other party starts thinking, you know, this is not good for us. Exactly. While the other one's like, oh, yeah, this is this is good good for us. Like, this is paradise. Yeah. And, but it's the, other, it's the other side's hell. Yeah. 
But yeah, n- uh, you said you answered no with the, that question. Uh, go ahead and explain. <laughs> explain why. Explain. Well, are people I... incapable of deciding for themselves? <laughs> Well, I'm not going to say they're not they're incapable of deciding for themselves. Well, we decide for ourselves all the time, yeah. every day. But to form government, to rule over ourselves, I feel like maybe one like one person does a better job of an inquiry masses. So that like I've I've heard this quote: the rule of one intelligent man is better than the democracy of ignorant masses so misinformed people who are spreading fake mm. news fake news right or um misrepresented facts um say like go- going with also the anti-vaxxers mm-hmm there are facts be going around social media i mean there are good and bad sides of both but there's so much misinformation misinformation going around and uh there's it's hard to weed out the truth to that and if people like vote based on that misinformation then that's not a legitimate form of government you're basically Voting based on misinformation and fake fake news. Fake news, okay. And actually, that's pretty much how people, I'm going to say it, even though the people voted for Brexit, they voted based on misinformation. I I would ask, why is that? But (laughs) that would be like going off on a tangent. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, so, oh God. um, Sorry, I have a really bad... um, (coughs) Hiccup coming, but it's gone now. But yeah, uh, oh my god, no, my, I, my thought is gone. Also, Sorry, go on. <laughs> if on. you look at, I'm going to get so roasted for this. Okay, maybe not pe- from people within our own community, but mm. people online. Saudi Arabia does a fantastic job at governing. Ooh, you just opened up a can of worms. <laughs> you know, I can, I can hear them now. Saudi Arabia. Human rights violations. Blah, blah, blah. You know what? You know what you do? That's a good point. It's interesting. Saudi Arabia is very stable. Exactly. Yes or no? Very, very right. stable. Right? They're very stable. Uh, they don't have many internal problems. Uh, I know my, my father um, lived in Saudi Arabia for some time. And he says the people there are, are very happy. Yeah. They're very happy. They love it. It's very stable. Right? Because you don't have different political parties coming in and yeah. changing. Right? And yeah, that's it. <laughs> right. It's it's very stable. And um, what, what were you gonna say about it again? I I just, I just completely lost my train of thought. This this happens a lot. I find on this podcast. <laughs> and I guess if like one person is deciding, okay, let's do this mm-hmm. instead of saying, okay, let's vote on it first. Yeah. Let's see whether it's good enough, and then let's look at the facts or look at misrepresented facts. They're just saying, okay, let's get some experts in. Okay, I'm going to decide. Let's do this. Like the high-speed yeah. rail yeah. between the holy cities in, uh, of Medina and Mecca. And also of course, of course uh, there's always the... There's always the, the flip side to that, like, okay, he's gonna, one guy decides on everything. Yeah. What if he is actually a bad person? 
Right. Yeah, there's obviously yeah, there's all there's always the flip side to the argument. But yes, like, you're absolutely right. Like in Venezuela. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's another case. So, but uh, let's not get into that. The, the the head general said he's like, I'm not uh, associated with the president anymore, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that another topic? But yeah. <laughs> interesting one, nonetheless. But yeah, um, we uh, you are a part, well not a part, you like the Monarchist, Monarchist League of um, Canada page, Facebook page. Um, so your thoughts on why, I'm, I'm not going to say why uh, Monarchy is better, because one of the things, oh my god, this is one of the points I wrote down in my, no. in my sorry, this is one of the points I wrote down. I don't think any government is be It's better, better, right? You, yeah. can, you can't say this... Form of government, it's all coming back to me now. It's just more stable. <laughs> right, it's... Different governments can be more stable than others. Yeah. But none of them are better than, than one another, right? They all have their flaws. And that, yeah, they all have their flaws. They all have their, um, you know, their pros and cons. And this is one of the problems I have in, like, in the education system. Because I think when they... What I remember from school, they taught us that democracy is the way to go. Like, democracy is the correct form of government. Which, as I got older, I kind of sat back and thought about it. Like, I I don't think you could say that, right? Yeah. Because there have been, there have existed, and there are very poorly run democracies that are just driving their country into the ground. Right. Yeah. And you know that. And one example is sad to say, because it's a great country and it's our motherland. Sri Lanka is being held back by politics. Politics, right? There's all these politics because that's again, I think, one of the negative aspects of democracy. Yes, we get to come together and talk about what we want to implement, but it. When it goes bad, when people just butt heads over everything, nothing gets done. Have you seen the video of the Sri Lankan parliament? Yeah, it was viral. It went viral. I think yeah. I think everyone's seen it. Oh gosh, that was embarrassing. <laughs> Fight Club. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ozzy Man, I think. Reviews. Oh yeah, he did exactly. a he did a great video yeah. on it. <laughs> it was hilarious. But yeah, it, you know when people, you know, they just they can't agree. Sometimes people just can't agree on thing on thing on certain things, and that's where democracy really is really flawed when people disagree. Yeah, there, nothing really gets done. You end up with these endless debates that go nowhere. This, it kind of reminds me again of Toronto during the years of the polarization of the last. I don't know. Not, I think before twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. There was endless butting heads of the left and the right. Nothing really got done. It was just a circus. <laughs> circus is the correct yeah. way to describe yeah. it. <laughs> but I, I think, again, um, people would say that, hey, that's actually a good thing. Because... You get the, to hear both the, sides. But the both sides, right? Yeah. And the, the people, you know, these, these are our chosen representatives, right? They're, our, they're fighting for us. They're butting heads for what we want. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which, I don't mind that. It's it's perfectly fine, actually. If you want to govern, you know, a sustainable country or mm-hmm. city. Mm-hmm. 
rather than, you know, if you, because let's be honest, a lot of dictatorships are not really sustainable, maybe, I don't know, like they, in what way? Oh, I'm not. I'm not defending. I'm mean, not defending dictatorships, but uh, not not sustainable. I meant to say like uh, some that are maybe not as ethical as others. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay, so like actual, to put it simply, actual like evil, evil yeah. people, like yeah. uh, Hitler esque. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Like you know, Cambodia. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I was going to crack an Age of Empires joke, but uh, oh. <laughs> no one would get it, I feel. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, but I think, uh, again, you know, trying to see it from both sides. Uh, you have your bad, you, yeah. have your, you have your horrible kings, and you have your horrible dictators, yeah. but you also have your horrible presidents. Exactly. Your terrible, hated, vile, disgusting presidents that mm, people look back on and say, "Wow, how did this guy come to power?" And prime ministers. And and prime ministers, yes. <coughs> Harper. <laughs> <laughs> Just about to mention that Stephen Harper. <laughs> yeah, you you get you get your you get your fair share of beasts uh, put into power by the people, which is interesting because I think. Sometimes people, like you have, you have your monarchists, you know, you have your Hitler supporters, not, you know, not necessarily supporting his values, but, you know, supporting the way he ran the government as the sole guy in power, as the dictator. Because you have people out there who, who would love nothing more than to be under that single guy, and he holds all the power, you know, um... And now I'm going to express my own personal views. Yeah. I, I again, I don't, I don't really care what my, you know, what system of government is in place in my country. So as long as you aren't screwing it up, I don't care if you're the king. I don't care if you're the prime minister or president, premier or premier, <laughs> Doug Ford, <laughs> the House of Ford <laughs> ruling <Actually>, Ontario. <laughs> so far, so good. Nothing's nothing to pieces yet, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I don't. I don't care. I don't care who is in charge. Just do a good job. Uh, but you know, if I were to have to choose, I I would want to be under a monarchy. I think that's just my inner romantic. I played too much Crusader Kings too, <laughs> and I love fantasy. You know, uh, I, I I would choose a monarchy because you know I, I just. It just—it's a nice—it's a nice Roman government when things aren't going bad. We <laughs> you know everything's everything's nice when things are going. <laughs> everything's nice when things are going bad. But I—I uh, I would like to have that single person in power. And I know people will say, but you, you know what right does someone you know have to rule a country based on blood? I again, I don't care. You know, if the guy—if the guy's doing a good job, I, and I know sons and grandsons of kings have just been horrible. But there have been bad kings of Saudi Arabia, by the way. Yeah. Yes, of course. You know, bad rulers and uh, you know everywhere. Yeah. But I would want to live under a monarchy. I know people are like, "You're really weird." People are probably saying that right now. Like, why would you want to live under? Like, move to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Fine, I will. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, I I can't explain it because uh, I'm not too um, politically. 
inclined to explain it. But I, I really think it is the <laughs> inner romantic in me. But like, I know, I know you're a fan of. Uh, you know what? A really good like uh, personally, I have the same feelings. Like, I don't, I don't mind living in a democracy because mm-hmm. I get to voice my opinion by voting. And I kind of enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And reading about the political discords kind of ex- is exciting. Do you like the chaos? <laughs> um, not not exactly. Especially when it comes to uh, public transit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think a monarchy that I would really like to live under is probably Jordan. Why is that? Very stable. Very, very stupid, I think, actually. yeah. I, sorry. They, they haven't had much conflict. Yeah. Even with the whole Syria crisis, they've still been so stable. They've been taking a lot of refugees. They haven't, they, they're managing their own people very well. Just to ask, is, is Jordan an absolute monarchy or is it constitutional? I think it's absolute. Absolute? King Abdullah, yeah. He has complete power over. Okay, that's I interesting. believe so. Interesting. Let me clarify that. Constitutional or absolute? And uh, also, Mar- Mar- Morocco, sorry. Morocco's absolute, yeah. too, right? I know that. I know Saudi's absolute, Morocco. There is one African nation I know for sure is absolute. I can't think of anyone else, but, you know, because then, again, I think that's the whole... The whole rule of the people thing going around, um, yeah. which is the dominant paradigm way of thinking, which is interesting when you think about it, because we should have mentioned this at the beginning of the of the show, but democracy is actually a really, really old concept. Yeah. It goes back to like, what, Rome, ancient Rome, ancient Greece, Greece, Greece yeah. right? It's a very old concept. It's nothing new. It's not some modern idea, right? Yeah. I, I think there were some caveats to it like i i i believe i'm not too sure about this i'm not i'm no greek uh, historian ancient greek historian but i think people you know only rich people could vote there was a ruling class right aristocracy it was i don't think it was so much an aristocracy it was just just, just rich people in general right would you <laughs> correction Jordan's a constitutional monarchy. constitutional monarchy. Never mind. <laughs> it's all right, but see, they're still stable. So but, maybe that's why I feel comfortable because Canada is a constitutional monarchy. That could be it. <laughs> could we have some aspect of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's there. Oh, what was I saying? Yes, Greece. Uh, yeah, democracy is a very old concept. It's nothing new. You know, it's not some progressive idea. That's another thing. People say I've heard you know, this talk. It's it's just like this natural progression. Of uh, mankind, I know it's the rule of people. No, you know what I like to say is paradigms, right? Paradigms, ways of thinking are determined by the people, right? If a group of people think a certain way, then that's what's gonna be, you know, what's gonna be there, right? And as of now, democracy is the paradigm. And, and I think all it takes is one, say, horrific event, and people could be going right back to, say, you know, monarchies and dictatorships, you know, the rule of one guy or one woman over everyone. I don't really want to see that, though. You don't want to? I don't know. I'm, uh, it would be kind of horrific. 
<laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's again, you know, we look back then. It's it was a pretty bloody world, right? Yeah, wars were rampant. Rulers were fighting each other. There has to be a balance between, you know, a pow- the oh, power the held by someone and the power of the people. Morocco was also constitutional. Really, I thought they were absolute. Yeah, I, I, I thought so as well. Never mind. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I think most of the monarchies of the world are constitutional. Yeah, it's just fine. It's exactly, it's fine, right? What was I saying now? I, I, I lose my train of thought so much. This is embarrassing. Uh, I was saying something about... Paradigms. Paradigms and paradigm shifts, right? Yeah, so democracy is the dominant paradigm, right? Yeah. And all it takes is, you know, one shift to one event and people will start thinking in another in another way. Which is why I don't like it when people say that democracy is some progressive idea. Because it's not. Because it's been there for like thousands of years. <laughs> yep. How much time do we have? Uh, we we're actually on? on 45 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's a shame. So oh, I think we should be uh, closing it up now. Yeah. Right, it's closing guess, closing thoughts. Uh, I guess, you know, seeing as democracy being... Uh, in, uh, in its current form today, I feel like it really has its good and bad. Like, it can work if, like, the politicians aren't corrupt, the politicians aren't... Buying votes, you know, uh, Germany, for example, is a good example of of, of a um, successful democracy. Mm-hmm. They have a good democratic system in place where the parties are very equal and they get representation based on the percentage of votes. Uh, but as we see, majority democracies around the world don't have that. They have the archaic first past post first past the post system where. Winner takes all. And one all it takes is one person with a lot of connections and a lot of vote buying and a lot of promises made and you have a winner. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. So democracy Going back to Sri Lanka. Yeah. Go on, sorry. Going back to that whole issue with the two presidents. I don't know if you were following that. I heard about it. Yeah, that was very weird. <laughs> I don't know what was going on there actually. We're all lost. It's like, yeah. why are there two presidents? <laughs> like, it started off with a vendetta against, like, the the prime minister and then the president. And then, like, he, he brought back Mahinda, the old prime minister, mm. as president. And it was just it was very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> you can read about it on the yeah. if you want. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, my closing thoughts, because we are approaching 47 minutes. Um, again, yeah, I'm, I'm basically in the same boat as you. Uh, it could work. Again, like I said, I I don't care. I don't care what system's in place. As long as the people in charge aren't screwing up, you know. I don't care if you're democratically elected. I really don't care if you inherited the position. I will support you as long as you do your job well. Yeah, I, and I actually also am very... Because in a democratic... Like in a any sort of government 
the people still have a voice. You can voice your opinion exactly. through your representative in a democracy. You can voice your opinion directly through the rulers mm-hmm. in a monarchy or a dictatorship. So it, if that is the case, then I think any government is fine. It could work, right? Because I can email my MP right now and voice my opinion. I can email my representative, my counselor, and tell them how I feel. Uh, I'm very comfortable with that, mm-hmm. and I like doing that. So, and I think in the, in this day and age, um, you can definitely go up to the king and say, "Hey, I'm not happy." <laughs> they won't behead you. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say anything about the whole uh, issue with the uh, you know pre pre planned killings. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> They won't. They won't do it to your face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe um, behind your back. Maybe behind your back. But you know what? You know what? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know what? I'm kidding. I think. Kidding. I think any ruler is capable of doing that. Doing that. Yeah. There's just exactly. Yeah. There's this perception that okay, it's only going to be the king. But you know, just look at Trump. Oh, Trump's oh, like, for sure. The guy's the president, and the guy, you know, <laughs> hey, if, hey, if, if he could, if he could, I'm pretty sure he would just like have. It. Hey, only... just look at Trudeau right now. What's the whole SNC Lavalin? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, <laughs> what is his buddies? His yep. buddies. He has his connections, right? Yeah. All right. I, sorry to cut I that think off. We're on, yeah, we're like yeah. 50 minutes right yeah. now. So, uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, this has been the every cast uh, for this week's episode. This will be going up tomorrow, and this has been recorded on a Friday night. We can proudly say, <laughs> unlike the last episode, and it will be going up every Saturday morning uh, with various topics. So please uh, let us know what do you think? What are your thoughts on democracies? What are your thoughts on monarchies? What are your thoughts on you know forms of government? Forms of government, and um, let us know uh, what you think is is democracy a sham? We didn't answer the question. Is oh. democracy a sham? Yes or no? I'm going to say it. It depends. It depends. <laughs> you you know, <laughs> beating around the bush. Uh, you know what? Let's, let's give a direct answer. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, you know, I'm going to say yes. Yes. Well. yes. And that's how we're going to end the episode. By blowing everyone's lids off by saying, yes, democracy is a sham. So feel free to comment and tell us why it's not a sham. And why we are idiots and should move to Saudi Arabia if you love monarchy so much. <laughs> right? And yeah, this has been Walid Bari and... Okay, Dean. With the every cast, we hope you tune in next week. Uh, so long. Oh, wait. We well, forgot our shout-out. Oh, yes! Before, before we go, final uh, point. Uh, our cousin... Uh, gave birth to a healthy baby girl today. So, yay. Shout out to... You, you, you want to say her name? Shout yes. Out to uh, her name is Alicia Faiza Shafaz. Alisa, uh, Alisa. Alisha. Alisha Faiza Shafaz. Um, welcome to the world. Welcome to the family. And uh, you are the... As I told uh, uh, Ubaid earlier, you are the little girl of ice and fire. So... That's right. Yes. Welcome to the family. And uh, yes, audience, thank you for listening. Tune in next week. Sayonara, goodbye, and farewell. Goodbye.